Yes, welcome back, Bappergrade. You are listening to Into the Dark Night, a Batman podcast. This is episode 140. I am one of your Gotham Central gurus, Bill. And joining me today is one of our loyal batties, Dustin Two-Face Kurtz. What's up, Dustin? Hey, how you doing? Yes. Uh, so, for those of you who may not have listened to Into the Dark Night before, uh, get this, this is what we usually do. We're going to uh, thank the sponsors, uh, talk about maybe some Batman news, and then get into our Bat-Signal arc. Uh, this week, it's Batman and Robin... Uh, one to three from uh, volume one uh and of course we do our uh thank everyone and uh you know the usual everyone knows everyone's listened to end of the dark night oh, before. yeah obviously yes yes, yes. <laughs> all right so yes first we uh thank our sponsors our uh the patreon subscribers or as we call them our gracious pat men and of course hello headphones empowering gamers to play at their best all right, so the pennies. Let's get let's get into our pennies worth of news. Um, so, Dustin, have you been seeing any news on the uh, Batman the Batman movie? Um, yeah, yeah, they revealed the suit in the the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty excited. You know, I'm a you know I'm always a, you know cautiously optimistic about this kind of stuff, but you know I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous with like uh, DC's track record with the last couple mm-hmm. movies, but it's just I think they're going the right path. I know it's probably not realistic, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I'm not. I, I haven't been feeling like the armored Batman and like the big tank mm-hmm. Batmobiles. I like that they like you know we actually got like a we're car back. for the yeah. Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I don't know about the suit, but hopefully it's not. Uh, I mean. I guess it'll look fine. Uh, yeah. Affleck's probably looked the most comic accurate, but again, mm-hmm. we're probably you know probably not going to get that, and the, at least this Batman might get to turn his head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Affleck had the Keaton problem; he like couldn't like turn his head. Yeah. So yeah. So what do you think? Uh, what uh, what do you want? To, what are you looking forward to from the Batman? I mean, I don't really know much. They haven't revealed much more about it besides like the suit, the uh, car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, well, they've been ca- we- they've been casting like they cast their penguin. Uh, okay. I'm trying to remember. They've cast a bunch of people. I don't know if they've like we were at least getting a Catwoman and a penguin. Uh, That's good. All right. I don't know if we're getting more villains. So I don't know if because people were speculating they might be doing Long Halloween or they might be doing Arkham mm. Asylum. I don't know. Do you, would you want them to do like a bunch of villains? Because sometimes I think that's DC's other problems. They try to pack too much yeah. stuff in the movies. Maybe like two or three, maybe at most. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't want them to pack like a lot in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like maybe one main villain and then a couple smaller ones or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, well, maybe two would be the limit, but. Again, at this point, I don't know if they're just worried they're not going to get a sequel, so they're packing everything they can yeah. into a movie. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh, and did you see the Harley Quinn movie? Well, the Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn. Yeah, I did. I saw it the Sunday after it came out. Did you um, like it? I, did you like I loved it? it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was all right. I just, I kind of wish that they had made it two separate movies, like maybe like a, 
Harley Quinn would have been with like Catwoman and Poison Ivy, and maybe the Birds mm-hmm. of Prey could have gotten their own movie. Because I, I think they really underserved Black Canary and Huntress. I, I wanted to see way more yeah, of those characters. That. Yeah, I um, yeah, I was. It was mostly just like a Harley Quinn movie. It wasn't like Birds of Prey, but mm-hmm. yeah, those characters were kind of like just like background almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really wanted way more from those characters. Anything else? Oh, have you been reading the the most recent Batman books? I'm way behind. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, uh, I'm still reading. Um, when, um, what's his name? Oh, was Tom, reading, Tom reading. King's or yeah, Tom King. Yeah, I'll still I'm still reading that stuff. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty. That was a pretty decent run. I I really like yeah. the new stuff by uh, who's that? James Tynan the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I really like him, so I'm excited to read. Um, that stuff yeah he's really doing some good stuff with batman and catwoman and then then there's this whole the whole speculator thing with you know the one issue of batman was like selling online for like 40 bucks because of joker, uh. joker's new sidekick <laughs> all right no, i mean so it's the 90s all over again what's that it's the 90s all over again people oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these speculators yeah, all right so should we jump into the arc after we take a break? Yeah, sure. All right, everyone. Here, we're going to take a short break, break, quick promo break, and we will be right back. Hey there. Do you like comic books? Do you like superhero TV and movies? Well, come on over and check out the Capes and Lunatics podcast. We have such shows as Capes and Lunatics and Super Connectivity, where we cover everything new and current and popular in the world of superheroes. And we also have episode-by-episode reviews of the Marvel Netflix shows and a monthly discussion of everything current on the DC Comics character Nightwing and a few other surprises all the time. So come join us for the Capes and Lunatics podcast. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. We are two of the many, many survivors of Krypton's destruction, and we have made our home in Australia, and dare I say have become Australians, for better or worse. But we have also decided to read Superman comics, read Superman books, watch Superman shows, cartoons, movies, basically everything Superman, and from an Australian perspective as well. Whether you're a seasoned fan, like me, or whether you are coming in fresh, wide-eyed and wanting to learn more like me, then this podcast is for you. Join us for our bi-weekly adventures available on all good podcast catches. So just search for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. We'll be coming to you from Australia or some cosmic dimension, wherever we are that week. Up, 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 up and, and away! away. Alright, hello, and we are back to Into the Dark Night, a Batman podcast. Uh, we're going to get into our Over the Bat Signal arc review. Like we said this week, we're covering Batman and Robin, Volume 1, uh, Issues 1, and one, 2, and 3 from, well, the cover dates are August, September, and October 2009. Uh, you can find these on DC Universe, the DC Comics app, Comicsology. 
course, the floppies, and uh, there are trades on Amazon. So mm-hmm. yeah, you can. This is a pretty easy find. Like I said, it's a, only like yeah, eleven years. Oh, only, it's not even eleven years old yet. It's pretty easy mm-hmm. to find. Uh, writers, uh, writers, writer Grant Morrison, of course, uh, penciler and inker Frank Quitely, uh, colorist Alex Sinclair, letterer Pat Brousseau, and editors Mike Martz and Janelle Aslan. Uh, all right, here I'll do the quick summary, and then we can uh, talk these out. Yes, uh, our round robin summary. The new Batman and Robin take down a villain named Mr. Toad and deliver him to the police. Batman and Robin then set out to the police department after meeting up with Alfred to answer the bat signal. Professor Pig, a psychotic mutilation enthusiast in the guise of a pig, then tortures one of Toad's men, fixing him with a Dolatron mask. Pig then expresses interest to doing the same to the man's daughter. Dick and Damien then fight the Circus of Strange. Dick fails Damien, who leaves to beat Pig alone afterward. Damien then sees the man's daughter, promising to save her and her father before being knocked out. Eventually, Dick and Damien stop the gang while the girl is saved by the Red Hood in a new uniform. Alright, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like this art. Well, I like most of the books around this time because... I mean, Batman is a big favorite of mine, but I think mm-hmm. probably my favorite DC Comics character is uh, Dick Grayson, Nightwing. So, oh yeah. So yes, he, here this was like the beginning of. At this time, everyone thought Bat Bruce Wayne was dead. So yes, Dick, as you probably got from the summary, Dick Grayson was the new Batman, and mm-hmm. Damian Wayne was the Robin. So, I feel like I've been talking forever. Dustin, what did you what do you, what do you what do you think of this? Um, I really liked it. Um. Uh, you know, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Grant Morrison. I mean, I like his stuff, but I'm not like obsessed with him. Some people get, yeah. <laughs> um, but I really like this. Um, I like the art. Frank Quit- uh, Quintley is um, was it Quitely, Sorry, Frank Quitely is pretty good. Um, he his style is definitely um, unique. I could tell it was him before yeah. I even like looked at the name. Um, I you know, I love Mister uh, Professor Pig. Um, yeah, I feel like he gets underused a lot as a Batman villain. Um, he's just like his creepy level is beyond anything else Batman has. Um, and uh, the whole circus stuff was cool. Kind of played in with Dick Grayson a little bit, you know, because oh, he yeah. has a circus past. Um, the action was good. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. Grant Morrison, he's not the be-all, end-all for me, but I like a lot of his stuff, like his uh, JLA mm-hmm. from the 90s. I like that stuff. Um, and then these two, uh, Morrison and Quitely, worked on X-Men, was it the early 2000s? They did mm-hmm. some uh, okay. interesting stuff over there, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Grant Morrison, in sm- like in small doses, because usually I'm like, oh, yeah, his writing's great, but then sometimes he really veers off in the stuff, and I'm just like, what yeah, is he, he is. smoking? <laughs> Because I believe I think he even said like he. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but yeah, everyone. I uh, just I don't know. I think Morrison's even admitted that like he I don't know like he partakes of certain chemicals before writing and stuff. So sometimes it's just like. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, sometimes like Grant Morrison, some of his ideas are way out there. I think he even admits to like. 
mm-hmm. indulging in certain chemical uh, influences before writing sometimes. <laughs> you know, because, yeah. you know, like like he's writing Green Lantern right now, and, you know, sometimes. Like, I'm like, I like what he's doing right now, but sometimes it's just like, oh, yes, there's a universe where instead of light, there's music, or it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, travel, <laughs> light travels at 22 miles an hour, and it's like, yeah. But yeah, I like I like a lot of his stuff. Like I said, I really like his JLA stuff. Uh, he did some uh, good stuff on New X Men with uh, where Clayton was the artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I love Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's probably my favorite DC Comics character. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. So, all right, here's my big thing because people uh, always have seem to have a uh, definitive opinion on this. Uh, what do you think of Damian Wayne as Robin? I've always liked Damian. I know he gets a lot of hate. Um, <laughs> I don't really understand it. I've always liked him. He's just—he's a different type of Robin, mm-hmm. you know. I always uh, thought he—he he contrasted well with Bruce. Oh, really? Yeah, I—I th- I always think like he—he he works better and even con- contrasts better with Dick because Damien is so much like his father, and Dick mm-hmm. is like the lighthearted one. Because that was the whole like thing with this series. It's like, oh, we got a lighter Batman, but a darker Ro- Robin and stuff, and. Yeah, it just seems like Damien and Bruce are always clashing heads. I like I said, mm-hmm. almost like I know it's like an older brother figure, but Dick almost seems like a, oh yeah, like a better father for Damien than Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he does. Um, he's definitely got that older brother feel with him. And I don't. I mean, like I, maybe this was just a Morrison thing, but although it showed up in the other books at the time, but I'm just like, why did they ever get rid of a flying Batmobile? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty awesome. I know it would seem handy if nothing else. Yeah, because <laughs> just that just that first scene in the first issue where they're like chasing Toad's men and the, stuff in the, in the just, tunnel. Yeah. Yes, and they just like pick up the whole car with the Batmobile. Yeah, and again at first I'm just like, oh, it just seems weird to have like half like half animal, half man that guys running around. But again, this is Gotham, so I guess you know, yeah. you got your Killer Crocs and stuff. So I don't really, yeah, they're like question it. <laughs> yeah, and then what did you think about? Uh, this whole period with like Dick Grayson as Batman. Um, I mean, I like Bruce obviously, but I didn't. I don't mind it when Dick becomes Batman. It's obviously it's not his. Um, he's not very comfortable in it, no. which is a different, different dynamic. So you get that whole instead of like the Bruce, you know, like shaking his fist at the darkness. It's more like Dick Grayson having an identity crisis. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I said, like they're Batman and Nightwing are probably my number one and number two favorite DC characters. Mm. So it, yeah, when they became one, I was like, okay, all right, I'm here for this. Uh, like I said, it's very interesting the Dick and Damian uh, mm-hmm. interactions and just and then in this in the first issue they they move out of the manor and move under uh, Wayne Tower, very like seventies Batmanish. Oh yeah, I like that scene with um. When Alfred's going down, I forget what issue it was. That one page. Oh yeah, wherever it is. Well, there's what there is in the first issue here. Him taking. I was in the first issue. All right. Well, there's one with yeah, him, yeah. yeah taking food down to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah that was a pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, because that is like a theme that seems to always pop up. Because I know Dick's always like saying, you know, I always told Bruce we should be closer to the action and like in the city and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, certain ways it makes sense, but other ones, it's just like, you're the more isolated, the less chance you are of getting, you know, your headquarters Caught. broken into. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you think, like, at, in this whole story, like, every, every, everyone, like, Morrison got all the characterizations down good, like, no one's, like, written out of character or anything? 
Um, yeah, I think so. I don't really nothing seems that jarring to me. Yeah. Um, you know the, the you know the, the ones that I'm familiar with seem to Britain pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, like Pig and uh, uh, Damien and Dick and Alfred. I also like um, how how Morrison writes uh, Commissioner Gordon in this because it's like I think mm-hmm. Gordon kind of figures out that it's Nightwing under the mask. Yeah. Because, like, when Dick became uh, Batman and Prodigal in the 90s, like, Gordon seemed to have no idea, and he just was just, like, all pissed that it was, like, he's like, oh, no, another fake Batman, you know, why aren't, you know, why isn't Batman telling me what's going on here? I like that he, like, kind of figures it out, mm-hmm. and even says, he's like, I, th- I think, is it in this arc or in the next one? He says something like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, the guys on the force, like, you know, <laughs> kind of hinting around, oh, yeah, the guys on the force kind of like you more than the old Batman, because you're actually, like, <laughs> nice to them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. He's just like, yeah, you treat them like human beings. Yeah, they like. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, but this art is just, I love this art. It's great. Quaitly, I think, does a good job. Uh, Even just like the coloring and stuff, like even when they're in the Batmobile and stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Alex Sinclair colors. Yeah, the colors are great because, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very colorful. They give it like that red tone when they're in the Batmobile and Mm -hmm. everything. And yeah, just the skies and stuff. And you. Oh, and then that uh, splash page when they they glide out of the Batmobile. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Even that bat that signal in the sky, it's not like a perfect bat signal. Yeah. Of course, you know it's going to mm-hmm. be going across clouds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, Professor Pig. I don't think Professor Pig gets a. I don't know if he, it's just because he's such a newer character that he doesn't get as much uh, credit and stuff. Although they did play him on the Gotham TV show for a little bit, but. Which I found oh, kind of yeah, weird. I that. Yeah, I found it kind of weird since it's like a prequel. But I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Professor Pig doesn't get like. I mean, he's creepy, but I don't know if they're just like, oh, he's not tough enough or whatever. It's like, yeah, he does get beat pretty easy once it's uh, time. <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> kind of throw down. He needs some kind of gimmick like a weapon or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring him up to like Joker status or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because pr- right before this, that you know. Uh, before Bruce Wayne disappeared, uh, Morrison did the Batman R.I.P. arc, and it's just like, yeah, Morrison goes in for like that weird, creepy stuff, you know, just like the Doctor Hurts and the Professor Pigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I'm looking at issue two because, uh, yeah, Gordon looking looking at Batman right away, you know, it's like, hey, you've been gone for a while, and he's like, yeah, oh, you can almost see him squinting. It's like, yeah, you look a little smaller and eh. <laughs> not as tall. Oh my lord! And then like the Professor Pig's Pete, like the circus people. This is oh yeah, that's um, that's weird. Like the one guy's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a skull, but it almost looks like it's like a flaming ghost rider head. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then is that supposed to be a bearded woman? <laughs> I was. I didn't see that. Well, if it well, the big uh, trying to find that. Yeah, I'm looking at issue two when they like uh, storm the uh, police station. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this slide when, uh, yeah, the woman's like, "Don't come any closer," and yeah, Damien's like, "I don't need to. I can cripple you from here." Yeah, that, that is such a Damien line. Yeah, he's a, he's a little edge lord. <laughs> I know, I know. He's always like, it's always like, "Oh, oh please, can I kill them?" <laughs> Uh, oh, and I love Dick talking circus talk to these criminals. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know circus yeah. slang. 
And then oh, Toad and his crew have been traveling in some trading in some next level mind control drugs with Russian people traffickers. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so shit gets real. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I love da- Damien's interrogation. He puts a bucket over her head and just he's just like smacking yeah. the bucket. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then Mr. Toad gets killed. That's so weird because isn't there like a Mr. Toad like children's book or something? It's just like yeah, there is. There's this evil. There's this Gotham criminal. Although I guess <laughs> I guess you know like Mad Hatter. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon and then Bruce. Again, it's like they kind of swap the uh, theme with like a lighter Batman and a darker Robin, but it's almost mm-hmm. even similar to like when Jason Todd was Robin. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, basically, you know, Batman telling Robin, you know, you know, tone down the violence, no killing. <laughs> uh, mm, <laughs> what about your detective skills? What about learning how to de- obey in a direct order? And then Damien's like, oh, your poor impersonation of my father. It's like, you knew your father for like five minutes before he disappeared. It's like, yeah. Well, you know, he's a little mm-hmm. little bratty teenager. Or he's not a teenager, he's 10, isn't he? Yeah, Either I way. He, I think he's 10 at this point. Yeah, they've aged him up <laughs> recently to like 13, I think. But yeah, he's like 10 here. I don't know if that was the whole gimmick is like this mouthy 10-year-old because... Yeah, you know, I, I remember like reading all the books at this time, and like he would get he'd get up on everyone's face, like when uh, mm-hmm. you know, like even like Stephanie Brown, who's Batgirl at the time, he's like, Pff. he's like, do you deserve that bat on your less than impressive chest? And just like you know, burn <laughs> yeah, should have been slash, <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> yeah, he's time out. And then just the whole pep talk with Dick and uh, Alfred at the at the end of the second issue here is great. Oh yeah, when well, he's like the show must go on. Yes. Yeah, because you know, th- you know, like you were saying, I think, you know, Dick's like, you know, I can't be Batman, and uh, mm-hmm. like you said, yeah, Alfred's like, yeah, your parents were in show business, you know, try not to think of Batman as a memorial, but you know, yeah, I thought that was a because this is, doesn't Alfred have like an acting background or something? I or in some in some versions, doesn't he? In some, he does. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember. He might still at this point because sometimes he's an actor. Sometimes he's like you know former spy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just love how he's like he hates the cape. But, you know, throws off his balance. Mm-hmm. He's like that's the first thing I got rid of once I, you know, became night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like yeah. Think of Batman as a performance. You know, think of it as a great role like Hamlet or Willie Loman or even James Bond. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all pretend. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess for except for Bruce Wayne, he's always like I'm Batman. <laughs> so, Bruce is the mask. Oh yeah, and then yeah, Pig and his people are hiding out at this circus. Like, it probably isn't, but um, like I remember reading this, I was like, wait a minute, is this gonna be like the circus from uh, Killing Joe? You know, that one the Joker bought in the Killing Joke. Yeah, I get that. <clears throat> I did have that. I was like, oh, it's getting that kind of vibe in it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, or if they did, they never really like called it out or anything. Mm-mm. Because of course, Damien falls into a trap. Mm-hmm. No one saw that going. <laughs> Issue three with uh, Batman on his big like bat quad. <laughs> yeah. I love he's dragging that guy down the street. Oh. And then uh, you know, Gordon mentions he's like you know. Uh, I allowed you access to this guy and you drive him to the street 
<laughs> it's like, who the hell are you? I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he comes around. He comes around by the end of this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. And then, oh, yeah. Pig has uh, Damien uh, tied up and has the girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know it's getting real when he pulls out like a uh, power strip, like he, uh, power, power tool. tools. Yeah. Yes, because he makes he, his, he, he, he has this sort of like sing. Not he's not singing, but he has this like weird little like speech thing he does, like Joker does in the Killing Joke. Even yeah, I know it's it's like I said, it's pure Morrison. It's like yeah, yeah, because he puts on when he say disco music, he's like <laughs> starts going on about imagine your girl at a dance and. Meet a guy and his feet are pig trotters and <laughs> starts like taking his shirt off. It's just <laughs> it's a weird guy. Who can expect me to work on antipsychotics? <laughs> <laughs> I just love <laughs> Dude's like gets up in Damien's face and at the end of the whole thing, he's like, You're just Damien, you just redefined wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damien. Yeah. But then it breaks free because, like, yeah, like, Pig puts, like, these uh, masks on people and, mm-hmm. like, you, you really can't get them off because uh, he uses them to control people. Yeah, he's, he calls them Dollatrons, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Then Batman finds more Pig's people in the city because the... They sneeze on them. Well, yeah, because he thought they were carrying bombs, but they're carrying germs. It's like some yeah. uh, highly contagious disease. This is... Too real. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that would never like, happen. Oh, no. oh, but uh, Damien frees one of the girls who's not. A, she has one of the masks on, but she's not under pig's control. Yeah, she didn't do the whole process. Yeah, and then I see a big. Uh, there's, it seems like the big theme here is fire, because then like it seems like Professor Burns yeah. on fire. Not the fire. Because then they're fighting uh, on a roller coaster while pigs on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll beat your face right off your skull for that. Uh, He's got that fire stick on his hands. Yes. Of course, Batman shows up, and they... Mm-hmm. It just looks like they're... Well, everyone's in dresses and has those masks on. It almost looks like they're beating up a bunch of women. <laughs> oh... I like, how, I like when they punch him and they crack his mask in half. Yes. They both hit him. And they call Gordon tell him, you know, that's spreading like the flu. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it's they're spreading addiction. It's like... Yeah. He finds the antidote. I know. He's like, I don't know how easy it's going to be. And, huh, the one he wrote antidote on, maybe. <laughs> uh, but Damien's friend gets away. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Laszlo Valentine, low rent extreme circus boss who becomes pig financing financing his experiments by selling next generation narcotics to small time Russian gangsters. Some sordid drug trade tale. I know. Hello, Gordon's like that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Batman's like yeah, pay, and then you know it took pig a while, but he finally figured out that he you know the potential of the scheme. You know he could. Uh, Infect the whole city, hold it for ransom, revolutionize mm-hmm. the d- drug trade. Oh yeah, see Gordon's whole thing. My men asked asked me to thank you for saving their lives back at the HQ. Whatever happened these last few months, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know what happened. You can count on my support. 
because I think he figured out it's uh, Nightwing. But yeah, I I kind of like that. You know, that's that theme that every so often they bring up where it's like, you know, they kind of hint around that maybe Gordon knows who's under the mask, but he, you know, plausible deniability. It's like, hey, you know, if a yeah. government agency asked me, I don't know who Batman is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, so Dick gives uh, Gordon the antidote. Yeah, but these masks are like surgically like. Yeah, he sews them onto their face. Yeah, because I think at the hospital they're like these. Their faces are coming off with the masks. Mm-hmm. And he's uh being creepy. Yes. <laughs> uh oh, and then they have a scene towards the end of Batman and Robin breaking in on another criminal. I think it, they kind of had a flash forward at the end of Batman R.I.P. So they, yeah, this is just like okay, this is where that took place. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, uh, yeah, so Dick's living in, like, the penthouse of the uh, Wayne Tower now. Yeah. Well, the manor is Bruce's home. Bruce's home, I'm sure he's, uh, that's his mentality, at least. Well, yeah, I think he's, you know, it's like everything here looks like a, seems like a museum or, you know, everything reminds me of Bruce. <sighs> and then at the end, Damien's little friend. Uh, yeah. Bang, bang. Yes. I like the, I like the bangs in blood. That was cool. <laughs> yes, That's pretty cool. Because she gets, uh, well, she picks up a new friend, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Red Hood, Jason Todd, which is, it's kind of interesting because, like, for some reason, like, in this book, I don't know if it was a Morrison thing or a uh, Quitely thing, but he's wearing a completely different outfit than he wears, like, in yeah. any other appearance. <laughs> This is like the old style Red Hood, like with that big. Yeah, he got the big, yeah, the big cylindrical uh, thing. Yeah, he's, he's like wearing an outfit with like a cape and stuff, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah. At this time, every everyone else has him in like a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's kind of crazy at this point. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause the next arc was uh, Revenge of the Red Hood, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Overall, what did you th- what did you think of this one? this arc i like it it was um it's entertaining it did i didn't i didn't feel like i was being forced to read it at any point you know it was yes. it was a good arc yeah it was short it wasn't too long yeah nice and smooth yeah they didn't drag it out for like you know six six or seven issues like a bendis or something yeah uh because i was gonna say we we have we have a couple different ratings we could do. We can either do like a half, a quarter bat, a half bat, a three quarter bat, or a full bat, or uh, just a complete Batman for absolute excellent issues. Or, uh, mm-hmm. I have a scale of one to ten, uh, ten being a Joker and a one being a Maxi Zeus. So. Okay. Um. I guess. <laughs> what's I guess we'll do um, the quarter bats. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, that one. So what do you think? I cool. I think it was like a three quarter. Bat. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think I gotta agree with you. Yeah. Um. Again, there was some setup in this, but again, again, that's fine. And then there were like, what, at least three Batman books going at this time, or well, three or four mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. It, it was it's good. Uh, really gets you, in, you know, sets up the new Batman and Robin. And mm-hmm. <coughs> I haven't read too much of this era. But um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, not too much. Not too, I mean, like I said, Morrison can be way over the top sometimes. So this wasn't that <laughs> bad. It wasn't too over the top. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, we said we enjoyed the art. Uh, the characters seemed like they were, you know, all the characterizations were down. Uh, and then references to other runs. Um, I mean, well, of course, Red Hood, that brings up a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Red Hood. Yeah. So I was like, excited to see him at the end there. And a lot, and a lot of the Morrison stuff showed up in the previous arc, uh, the Batman R.I.P. stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was in one of these issues. I think Dick makes a comment about uh, how Pig, like Pig, and the, some of the others, like had had Dick prisoner in Arkham, and were trying to drive him and saying, "Nah, that was from Batman R.I.P." So, okay, yeah, it was very weird around this time because it's like they did the Batman arc, and then Bat- Bruce just seemed to like suddenly disappear. Because I think what was it like? Final Crisis was late or something. Yeah, just... Hey, I heard Final Crisis, that it was a whole thing with that. Oh, yeah, because Batman... See, here's why everyone thought Batman was dead, people. Uh, he tries to take down Darkseid. Darkseid transports him back to, like, the dawn of time with his Omega Beams, but, like, mm-hmm. while Darkseid had been working on Batman clones, so, like, I think even like Superman finds like a dead Batman clone, so like no, okay. it, so when he looks at it uh, like a you know like a no, molecular Batman. level. It's like oh yeah, this is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So yes, it's not like people just assumed he was dead. People, there was a body. Mm-hmm. Remember when they said you know in comics you know someone's not dead unless you see a body. That's not even true anymore. Yeah. You could still see a yeah, body. People come back. Yeah. No one stays dead. Like we said, like you know, unless they're Uncle Ben. Yeah. Well, even he didn't they bring him back at one point? They have brought him back at some points. Yeah. <laughs> even the the damn uh, rule doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I know. It doesn't matter. Clones, time travel. Yeah, you can bring everyone back. All right. So, I feel like we got through that pretty quick. Is there anything else about these issues you wanted to mention? I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. All right. Uh really didn't have any feedback for this but i really didn't put it up because it's just kind of like a surprise thing uh yeah. <laughs> all right so all right everyone uh remember we are part of a uh big uh members of the collective a big uh well quote-unquote collective of uh, like-minded podcasters uh most of us uh talking about comics uh some more specific than others like uh Hey, did anyone ever hear of that guy Ray? Uh, he does a show uh, with one of his Connors, Last Son of Last Sons of Crypto, on a Superman podcast. And then there's uh, Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. Those are great. Uh, lots of shows on those podcasts. I would check those out. Oh, but and also remember, you can also pick up uh, Into the Well. They say Into the Night for some reason, but uh, yeah, go buy your Into the Dark Night uh, shirts, even though they say Into the Night. Yeah, you can find those <laughs> on T Public. Uh, oh yeah, or we are on the Fantasy Comic League, but for some reason we uh, we throw Moon Knight in there for some reason. I don't know why. Why not? Yeah, yeah. That, Batman's too. Batman's too important to get hurt. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the next phase. For, the next phase next phase of what uh yes the next episode uh will be isle of raw i believe so uh mm-hmm. so come back next time for uh that those are always great episodes uh yeah, they, are. they are they are but uh yeah once again yeah we're part of the collective a band of f- a few like-minded podcasters who wanted to network in the most traditional sense 
It is a repository for ideas, crossovers, and potential guest appearances between the podcast and, uh, like I said, include the likes of Capes and Lunatics, Last Sons of Krypton. Let us not forget Sons of the Dragon, an Immortal Iron Fist podcast uh, by Connor, uh, mm-hmm. Ray's co-host on uh, Last Sons of Krypton. And uh, I personally wanted to shout out Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. Uh, Brian's been uh, solo over there for a while. Brian, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. Uh, if you need someone for an episode or two, let me know. Uh, like we said, again, the big thanks to Hello Headphones for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, and again, check out the show notes on this episode for uh, all the information you'll need. But uh, And again, if you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it, you know, give us a rating. Uh, please leave a <laughs> please leave a review on iTunes, preferably a five-star rating. Help us cast, cast a large net in the podcasting world and a love other and allow other baddies there to find us, you know, cast a net like you're catching some Arkham, yeah. Arkham criminals. Oh, and Dustin, uh, do you want to, uh, do you have anything to plug? Do you want to tell everyone where to find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Dustin Kurtz. Um, I'm on Twitter at zombie priest 13 underscore 13. Sorry. And yeah, that's about that. <laughs> I don't have that much. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Hey, someone make some friends with Dustin alright alright and remember you can always hear us on all good podcast catchers Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Stitcher Spotify SoundCloud iHeartRadio Podbean Podcast Republic I, uh, TuneIn Radio and also available on Twitter and our Lipson website uh, alright for the alright I have permission now alright for those of you who are worried don't worry Ray and Moon Knight will be back next episode <laughs> Happy April Fools, everybody. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Dustin, thank you for joining me for this. Uh, again, we were in kind of uncharted territory here. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you. And as always, may Batman watch over all citizens of this dark night. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. and affiliated characters, stories, and events are properties of Detective Comics Incorporated. Material used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. <laughs>